Okay, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like kind of majorly obsessed with TikTok in like an unhealthy way. And I've been seeing this trend all over my view page of like colorblind people can't fly jets and can't fly planes. And I actually think it's quite a healthy trend from TikTok for once, which I found very interesting. I mean, it's sad, don't get me wrong. And you know, it's sad to see how many people are like struggling and how many people can't do what they want to do in life. However, I also feel like it's quite healthy to, you know, bringing awareness and sharing real life stories and being open with people, you know? And if you don't know what the trend is, it's basically people share, people with like disabilities and illnesses um, that, you know, can't get better and it's preventing them from doing things in their life they want to do that they literally can't get rid of and it's not their fault and, you know, um, it's out of their control as such as colourblind people can't fly jets due to colourblind, um, due to the fact they're colourblind. Um, and so, you know, it's people sharing their stories with that, you know, away from, you know, say like some random like healthy person doesn't get into uni because they didn't get the grades because they couldn't be bothered to revise because they're out partying sorry that is just a very random example but you know it's away from that sort of thing like you didn't get something because you didn't work hard enough it's out, it's it's like you know we didn't get something because it's out of our control because we can't get it because it's not an option for us um and I just thought it was a very interesting trend and I thought it was quite healthy for once to be able to be open and share this and you know have healthy people see maybe the world in the way they didn't normally or don't um you know it's not their reality so I think it's quite interesting um so yeah I just wanted to chat about that today share my views on it and my experiences and you know my moments when my illness hit me and was like oh this is actually real and this is actually affecting my life and my future. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that today, so I thought I would. If you're new here, then hi, I'm Millie. Here I post every Wednesday a brand new podcast episode and I just chat about life of chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome as that's the chronic illness I have. However, I cover a wide range of topics and subjects. So even if you have a different chronic illness, I'm sure you can relate in some way. Maybe you have no chronic illness, in which case you are just as welcome. We, we welcome you, you are very welcome um, because it means you want to learn and you want to listen and that means the world because, you know, not everyone's like that. Um, many people just make assumptions based on very little knowledge and so it's wonderful to have you here. Um, if you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is, it's a chronic illness which results in extreme long-lasting fatigue and tiredness um, along with many many other symptoms such as brain fog, light and sound sensitivity, um, muscle and joint pain, dizziness, brain fog, um, headaches, sore throats, um, literally the list could go on like I'm not even kidding it's so much longer that and the symptoms range from person to person so some people are very severe and you know they can't stand light or sound or you know even someone touching their shoulder because it's too much um and so you know then they can't have jobs they can't see friends they they're isolated in their room completely alone and it's very 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 lonely and very it's very hard on the mental health of course it is um and then, you know, there's people who have it less severe, such as me. I can go to school and I can see my... I just got interrupted by my laptop stopping my... La what? Something's going weird with technology today. I've, like, I've tried to record this, like, this um, first part earlier. And it, it didn't record, like, there was no sound on it. And then my laptop was connected to my Echo Dot for no reason. And now my laptop keeps stopping my recording. Something very odd is going on. 
Um, but yeah, chronic fatigue has a wide range of like symptoms and severity and it just affects everyone's life and it who you know everyone who suffers with it is severely affected and it's really hard for us to manage and that's kind of why I do it do this podcast you know to bring awareness and bring support to others who suffer to know that you're not alone because that's exactly what I needed when I first got ill so if you are new here um then you're very welcome and if you've listened before then I'm gonna get right on with the episode and I hope you guys all enjoy I feel like I'm a bit off my game now. I've already I've already tried to record that start bit already and you know like I said I got cut off and my my for some reason my laptop didn't record anything which is not helpful I'll be honest. So I'm a bit off my game now. I'm a bit thrown. Um also I've had a very busy day. I'm not going to lie. I went shopping today and I probably did too much, but I'm still feeling all right. I think it's you know the sort of thing that it'll be the day after it really hits me. But tomorrow we're travelling in the car for a good few hours. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I guess we'll see. So, you know, currently I'm sat on my floor with my laptop open and my microphone on a moving box. Because I'm also moving house. Um, which is different from going away tomorrow. I'm going away for a holiday for a few days. And I've got moving boxes everywhere. So you're currently sat on a moving box. Um, so enjoy that. But yeah, because my desk is completely full of boxes, so I can't sit there. Anyway, um, that's not what today's episode is about. But yeah, I've been doing a lot. Um, But yeah, I think I'm going to crash tomorrow. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going until tomorrow. But yeah, so that colourblind, colourblind people can't fly plane trend, which I think is very interesting because, you know, it is disabled creators and disabled um, people and, you know, um, people with chronic illnesses sort of thing we're able to share that side that maybe some people don't feel comfortable normally sharing because I think it is and I think it's healthy to be able to talk about it openly um yeah I just think it's a very I think it's a nice trend but um I don't think so I got ill when I was 12 um and I don't think it really hit me that I was ill and this is affecting my life until I was about 14. So I got ill when I was 12 and I was, you know, meeting with doctors and everything between the ages of like 12 and 13. And I think I was kind of just like dissoci- dissociated with the whole concept of it and everything. I don't know, I was a very happy, happy and bubbly kid and everything when I was a kid. So, you know, I was the kind of kid that, you know, you have a problem, you smile and it goes away. Like, I I had very few problems as a kid, which I'm very grateful for. Um, and, you know, most of my problems were just things that would go away in, like, half an hour sort of thing. Um, and so I think when I got ill, I didn't really... I didn't really process it. And I, I guess I didn't really think of it as being a big thing. Um, maybe just because I wasn't used to it and I didn't expect that sort of thing could ever happen to me. Um, but yes, I got ill and it, I guess when I was like kind of 12 and 13 and everything, it was only affecting my present time and it wasn't until I was 14 and I had to drop a GCSE when it kind of hit me that this is affecting my future as well. Like this isn't just current time, this is going on and it's going to carry on going on, you know, um, it's not going away anytime soon and I think that's kind of when it hit me. And if you don't know what GCSEs are, they're um, exams you take in um, England and I believe Wales. 
and um, they're like just exams where you take between, so you take the subjects between ages of 14 and 16 and you take the exams when you're 16 um, and then they kind of, then those GCSEs that you get the grades for, then they decide on if you're going to go to college or sick form or an apprenticeship sort of thing between the ages of 17 and 18 and then obviously that then depends, decides, you know, uni and careers and stuff like that. Um, and for me, these, like dropping a GCSE was like, such a big thing because I was so worried about my future suddenly um and I hadn't had that moment before because most people in my year group took 10 GCSEs and in the end I took four GCSEs which is much less than everyone else um and I dropped one GCSE first and that was kind of fine you know it was gone I didn't think much of it really like I did but I didn't um it was more about you know what subject would I, you know, not want to take, but it wasn't really for me thinking about my future until I went to a doctor's appointment, which I thought would just be like simple, just like, how are you doing? You know, just quick catch up, um, just checking base sort of thing. And then she kind of sprung it on me that she wants me to drop a subject. Like she just wants me to drop two more after I'd already dropped one. And it was just very unexpected. And yeah, I think, I think it hit me harder than it did when I dropped one subject just because... I really didn't expect it and it was now two subjects which you know was already leaving me with less subjects because um I was already I already couldn't take subjects because you know I couldn't do PE and I didn't do life skills but now it was also taking out of my other subjects like the ones I chose to take um and I just remember in the doctor's appointment sitting there and like you know thinking you've got to hold it together you've just got to don't cry don't cry suck it up just don't do it um, and I didn't. And then I left the doctor's room with my dad, who was also in the appointment with me. And I just started crying. And then, um, because I was missing class, obviously, I was on the way back um, to school, to um, class. And because actually I was doing better right now, if I had a CFS appointment, I probably wouldn't go back to class at least that quickly. But um, at the time, I was actually doing all right with my CFS. Um, and so, yeah, I went straight back to school. And I went to see my friend who's, who was in my history class, which was the lesson I was in. And I got back to class and I sat down next to her and I literally started crying um, about it. And then I remember at the end of the day, um, one of my favourite teachers was in the hallway and I saw her. And she was like, Millie, are you all right? And I literally just started crying. And she was busy and everything. Like she had stuff, she had places to be. But, you know, she came in, the, she sent me down in the classroom. She was like, Millie, what's going on? Do you want to talk about it? And, you know, that really helped as well. But it was just kind of like the realisation that this is actually affecting my future. And it wasn't just in the present moment. It was, you know, it was going to affect my future. And that kind of just, it it just kind of was the moment that it kind of hit me a bit harder that, you know, this is, this is real. That is not just going to go away. And for some reason, even now when I think about it, you know, I think about all the things I want to do with my life and I kind of do just have to remind myself that I have this illness and that I can't do everything I want to do and it's not realistic and it is, it's upsetting and it's frustrating, you know, even like uni, I'm, I'm 17, I've got to apply to uni this year and I don't even know if that's an option, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna go, I don't know if I'm able to do it, I don't know what my A-levels will be like, you know, I'm right now really struggling with my A-levels to keep up with them and manage them, and so it is really hard, and you know, you know, even that, not knowing if my CFS will stop me from being in uni, and 
getting a job I want and the future I want because of something I can't control that's out of my hands and that's that is always really hard to do because most people you know you can say you just need to study more and you need to do this and you need to do that and I'm like but there's a there's a point that I can't do anymore and it's still not enough you know there's a point that I've done too much and it's still not the same level as a healthy person and I think that's quite hard to for me to go through um but you know I see it everywhere you know the whole you know colorblind people can't fly planes for me with my CFS I see it everywhere you know I'm watching tv shows all the time and you know in tv shows you're influenced to the careers these people have and the lives they live and I'm watching them like this would be absolutely amazing I would love this and I kind of just have to remind myself while this would be amazing it's not a real option for me you know most people you know there's a career you want maybe and maybe it's really out of your league and you know there are things that not everyone could do and that's understandable but for the most part if you want something and you're willing to work for it you can get there and obviously there are instances that's not always an option of course I understand that but for many things it is if you're healthy and if you're willing to work you can get there and it's the fact that I could work as hard as I wanted and I still wouldn't be able to do it it's like, um, I watch Chicago PD, which is like one of my favourite TV shows. And it's all about like, um, it's like about police, um, but they're not police. They are like, oh, what's the word? They're detectives. That's what they are. They're detectives. Um, not detectives. They're like, well, I don't know. They're like, you know, they're high up in the police force. They're detectives, investigators, that sort of thing. can't remember the right word currently, having brain fog. Um, anyway. And so I watched the show and... I'm like, this would be so cool. Like, imagine this, you know, you're solving murders and crimes and all this really cool stuff. So, you know, it's better than just, like, kind of boring stuff. You know, they're just solving really cool, interesting things. And I'm like, this would be so cool to do. It would be, it would just be so interesting. But I, I couldn't do it. Like, I, like, you know, I'm sure you have to work, I'm sure you have to join the police force and work your way up and everything. I'm sure that's how it would work. I would not even be able to get into the police because I couldn't do the physical side of it. You know how they have to do all that physical stuff? I could not do that. And, you know, the work hours I couldn't do. And, the you know, what if I'm having a crash day and there's this giant murder going on or something? I couldn't be there. Like, I'm unreliable. And I think that's also something I struggle with, the fact that because of my illness, I am an unreliable person. You know, I'm 17, most people my age have a job. I can't get a job and manage school. And it's not because of laziness, it's not because I don't sleep enough, it's not because I can't balance my time. It's because I physically, um, like mentally, I can't. My CFS is stopping me and it, you know, it's out of my control. Which is so frustrating and upsetting and annoying, honestly. And, you know, I see in other shows too, you know, I watch... um, I, I Yeah, it's just... Oh, it's just so frustrating. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Grey's Anatomy and I watch Grey's Anatomy. And like like I said, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it than just, you know, my CFS. And I think, like, Grey's Anatomy, you know, I would love to work in the medical field. It'd be so cool. I, I, I'm not good at, I'm not good enough at school and science for that. Like, away from my CFS, I couldn't do it. Um... And I know the whole thing I said about, you know, if you're willing to work. I I don't I don't want to be in it. Like, I don't. 
I think it would be really cool, but it's not the same as being in a TV show, obviously. Um, but it's just the fact that I know I couldn't do it. You know, like, like the hours they work, it's crazy. I, I couldn't do it, and that's just so frustrating. And, you know, I'm I'm talking about away from the work side. You know, if I was healthy and I think, I don't think, I still don't think I would want to go into it. Um, you know, I've just never been good enough at school for that. But it's the fact that that's not even an option. It's not, it's out of my control. It's out of my hands, you know. Even if I, if I wanted to do it, I couldn't do it. And it's just the fact that, you know, it's not an option for me to even try to do it because I know it's not realistic. I know it's not a real option for me and it'd be ridiculous for me to try and do it. Um, and you know, I, everything I do, I have to plan around my CFS and I have to, I have to think, is this a real option? Is this, you know, is this worth my time if it's gonna, if it's gonna fail? All that sort of stuff. And I know that's things everyone goes through, but it's also not with my CFS, you know, it's different and it's, it's different from a healthy person. And I think that's what's good about this trend is because it's bringing awareness to, the people who do experience it differently and do experience situations where it is completely out of their control and they don't have an option. It's not about working hard enough. It's simply about the fact that we, we can't do it no matter how much we want to and how frustrating that is and how that needs to be. I think it just needs to be noticed more because I've said this so many times, healthy people, you know, people, just everyday people, you can't actually help us, like, get better and everything. But what you can do is understand and listen and be there. And that's why I like the trend, because, you know, it's giving people more options to listen and be there and be supportive. Because, you know, you can't make us better. There's nothing really you can do to cure us, just an everyday person. Um, but you can be there, you can be supportive and listen, which is what we need from you. Because, you know, there's nothing else you can do. So please just listen and be there, you know. And then there's stuff outside of careers that I can never do. You know, I, I've i always wanted to, like, go on a hike. I my, my One of my friends, she goes on hikes all the time. And I would just love to be able to do that. Like, I think it'd be so cool. Like, like one of my other friends, she, um, she goes to Wales and she... I can't remember what mountain it is. This might be me sounding really stupid, but I can't remember what mountain it is in Wales that she climbs um, most summers. And I just think that'd be so cool. I think it'd be exhausting. But I did it in year six once when we went on a school trip to Derbyshire. Um, we climbed up, I can't remember what mountain it is. There's tons in Derbyshire. But we climbed up one of them for the walk. And... I hated it at first. It was like my worst nightmare. I was like, can I just get a helicopter to the top? But in the end, I loved it. And I was like one of the, like, I was near the front walking in the group. And it was just the best thing ever. And I loved it. And I haven't been able to do it since, you know, which is really sad. Um, And there's just so much I would love to be able to do. And it just is the fact that it's not even an option that is upsetting for so many of us, isn't it? Because we all have so many dreams and we can't do them, you know. Like I said, I think about my future and I have to remind myself that I'm ill because I think, you know, all these things I can do when I'm older, like travelling. I would love to go backpacking and just go travelling. 
and that's not an option. You know, I travel, I have to give myself literal rest days in between activities, you know, and that will just draw out my traveling and my experiences so much, you know, you know, I fly to a country, I need need multiple rest days just from traveling. And then, you know, I do an activity rest day, do an activity rest day. It's just never going to be the same experience as everyone else has, is it? And it just is, it's, you know, when I remember that this isn't going away, that this is real and it's kind of, it's stuck with me. It, it does just hit me, you know, it's, it's just scary because it, yeah, it's just stuck with you and you don't know why and you don't know, well, maybe some people do, I don't know why, but it's just unfair you know, and I feel like this trend is just quite healthy and nice, and it is upsetting when I go through the page of just trends of it, and, you know, everyone's lives, and, you know, you see how it affects so many people with these different disabilities and illnesses, and it's heartbreaking, but it's healthy to show this, and show real size, and show that our lives aren't perfect, because on social media so much affront is put up that it is perfect, and everyone's, you know, trying to beat be the more perfect version of everyone else um but yeah I just I just think it was a nice break on TikTok to see something actually real you know that's gonna be today's episode I hope you enjoyed I'm sorry it was a bit all over the place I don't know if you noticed in the begin in like the middle of it there was a bit of a change in volume and like quality of mic and everything I switched to my phone because my laptop just completely gave up on me I was trying to record it and every time I press record it stopped recording and I was just getting more and more frustrated I was like bestie what is going on here I'm just I'm in a good mood I'm trying to record my podcast episode I'm being proactive and like you know productive and recording it earlier than it like norm earlier than normal and it's everything just went wrong and I was like I'm have I've had such a good day I'm in such a good mood why is this happening I was getting so annoyed so I had to take a little break I went downstairs I got a cupcake, I spoke to my parents about it, I was just like, gave it a little rant, I came up here, scrolled through TikTok a bit, watched a bit of Killing Eve, um, if you've watched Killing Eve, if you know the, if, if you, if you've watched the whole thing of Killing Eve, we're not going into the last episode, okay, we are staying positive, okay, um, <laughs> if you know, you know, um, but, yeah, I, I just had to take a bit of a break, but then I came back and I was I was happy again, you know, we're thriving. But yeah, everything that possibly could went today went wrong, went wrong for that podcast episode. But um, <laughs> just ridiculous, I swear this episode is cursed or something, because I tried to record it last week and that didn't work. And then I try and record it today and my laptop and mic have a full breakdown. But yeah. in the end we got it done we got it done everyone oh my goodness finally now I can go and sleep (laughs) but I hope you enjoyed if you did don't forget I'm back here every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode so don't forget to come back on the Tide Society and my shop which is thetidesociety.com which sells badges for all sorts of different chronic illnesses and there's more coming out soon so just hold your horses wait there's more coming I promise um go shop thetidesociety.com and if you have any more ideas of stuff you'd like me to make just dm me on instagram um at cf uh, at chronic fatigue underscore millie 
but yeah I hope you enjoyed and I will chat to you guys next week thanks for listening bye